FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I almost welcomed you to the Monday edition of the Andrea K. Show. I don't know what happened to the actual Monday. Um, it is Tuesday here, Taco Tuesday. I actually did have tacos uh, today for my lunch. Uh, I am Dynamite in a Dress. Andrea K. Busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night here on FM 96.1 in North County, AM 1170. I'm also on uh, TheAnswerSanDiego.com. We've got our app. We are everywhere, baby. We're so cool now. We're all over San Diego County. We're everywhere. So is Trump, by the way. He's got. He's at another rally tonight. Uh, the word is is that he has been uh, did a little. He did a little mockery, I guess, of Christine um, Blase Ford as in as a part of his defensive Kavanaugh. We're going to be talking about that. I got a great show for you guys tonight. We're going to be talking about are we in a soft civil war in this country between uh, what some people are calling the normals and the elites? Are we in a soft civil war between uh, conservatives and Republicans, between America and the anti-Americans? We also going to talk about in the course of that who uh, are we winning the battles? And with the, with the next battle ahead, the midterms, what is the Kavanaugh effect? So I've got two amazing guests for you guys tonight. I've got Gerard Lamero. He's always fun to have on the show. And then Kurt Schlichter is going to be here. He's actually got his book called Militant Normals Are in a Cold Civil War with America's uh, Alleged Elite. So uh, stay tuned for both of those guys. But as always, joining me to keep things rolling here on the Andrea K Show and to make sure that he can keep it rolling, I bought him in some more of those little orange little devil's squares called cheese it's it's dj carrot sticks dj carrot sticks carrot sticks carrot sticks carrot sticks now i don't know what side i would fight on the normal because i think i'm normal but i'd like to be an elite you do because maybe maybe you need to stay tuned to hear what schlichter has in terms of defining the elites because if you're an elite According to Schlichter's definition, then you would be in D.C. and you'd be kind of shifty and worthless. You'd be kind of like Jeff Flake. Okay, I guess I'll side with the normals. Yeah, side with the normals because according to Schlichter, it's the normals that have been that have been actually doing the battle for America since its inception. Of course, you guys know that Kurt Schlichter is uh, Army Reserves. Actually, he's a colonel in the Army as well as a practicing lawyer and a phenomenal political pundit. Um, I, I think that we've actually been in a soft war for a while. I think that pre- I think that President Trump is actually a result of that. I think the American people were trying to take our government back. I mean, it's kind of like a soft revolution in a sense. When you look at at, at sixty something million Americans went to somebody who's not one of the elites, went to a man who talked like he did. Talk about talk about a rude, crude dude, man. That was Trump, and he was an outsider. A man who's never held political office of any kind. A man, a man who built the Taj Mahal in Atlantic City. 
a guy with a really weird, odd hairdo. I mean, this, uh, the, but the American people, that was them saying enough, enough of the elites, enough of two sets of laws in this country, one for the elites and one for, for the average American. But then now, then what we've seen happen is we've seen uh, that it's, it's actually worse than what we thought. Yes, President Trump went to D.C. and faced two opposition parties, but really the battle that we've got, where, where is the battlefield? I've been thinking about this today because we, you know, we, we think we know what the battlefield is, but we, I, I think we're unfortunately so many times looking at one individual battle without really realizing what the entire scope of the war is. So we're so engaged in, in this little one particular incident when the left is playing a much bigger picture war from the beginning. Case in point is this Kavanaugh stuff and the, and the Kavanaugh nominations. So much, uh, so many of Republicans like myself have been kind of caught up in thinking about this is about due process and about, uh, the, uh, the change in terms of being burden of proof and being considered guilty until proven innocent. It's actually much bigger than that. I got to thinking about it. I got to thinking about what, what it's really about is it's not just about the left taking over the rules of the road in terms of allegations and being considered guilty until automatically proven innocent. It's really about the left hijacking the truth. Remember Bill Clinton saying uh, back during the Monica Lewinsky scandal, it depends on what your definition of is is. The Republicans got caught up in whether or not he was committing perjury, what actually went down with Monica Lewinsky. Did he actually suborn perjury in the course of that? All very valid issues, all very valid points. But a bigger picture thing was at play there. Because if the left gets to decide every definition of everything and control what those definitions are, they control every aspect of our society. We've got the same people telling us and defining uh, what the genders are. You know, all this about women are to be believed is coming from the same people who tell us that there's no such thing as gender that is a social construct. We've got the same people telling us her body, her choice, refusing to accept the fact that it's another human being and science involved there. And you cannot deny the science that it's a separate human being in DNA. That's coming from the same people telling us that climate change is settled science. We've got, it went just in the course of this last week, it went from this man being automatically guilty of sexual assault because of an allegation to where now he can't even make it back to Harvard to teach a class because his presence in the room is now considered sexual assault. So they're redefining everything and they're doing it on the fly and we're not even keeping up with it. Because if they can convince us that they've got the right to define what the definition of is is, and that there is no black and white, there is no truth, no absolutes, and they get the ones, they get to be the ones to tell us and to define for this country what the definition of is is, we're, we're doomed. To me, that's where the battle is. That's really the ultimate battle that we've got. And I don't really know. I'm curious from you guys, 888-344-1170, if you think I'm off track. How, how in the world, when we've got that going on, how do we win that? How do we wrap our heads around it? Because, see, the Republican Party, we are black and white. We are people that respect the rule of ro- uh, rules of the road. We respect law uh, and, and the, the Constitution as it was written. They don't. They don't want to accept the election results. They don't want to accept the Constitution. They don't even want to accept the biological truth. They don't want to accept any absolute facts. They want to be able to define it. Complete moral relativism. I heard David Jeremiah, one of my favorite preachers, 
And he used this example. He said, you've got three umpires. He says, the first umpire, and I hope I get this right because I don't watch a lot of baseball. He says, but the first umpire says, uh, I, there's balls and there's strikes. And I call whether or not it's a ball or whether or not it's a strike. Then the second umpire says, there's balls and there's strikes, and I call them as I see them. A little bit different. More interpretation in there. That's kind of somebody who says, yeah, the sky is blue, but, you know, there's different shades of blue. Then the third umpire says, there's balls and there's strikes, but they're not a ball or a strike until I say it's a ball or a strike. And that's who we're dealing with here. That's the mindset we're dealing with. People who think that they are completely entitled to tell us, no, the sky isn't blue. I'm going to decide for you and tell you what color it is according to what, what mood I'm in today and what goal I'm trying to achieve here. How do, we, how do we fight that battle? How do we win that? We've, got, we've gone a long way down, down the road with this happening to us. I'm curious. You guys chime in on this. 888-344-1170. We're going to take a break. We come out. I've got Gerard Lamero is going to be here. Anytime I get like a little like angst filled and I'm not sure, you know, how, how, how things are going to play out. I got to have Gerard Lamero on. You know why? Because he always brings the great news for America. He understands and with his analytics, as well as his understanding of history, his understanding of politics, his understanding of the economy, he's always right. And he's going to tell us what the Kavanaugh effect is because the next battle that you will, within the overall war is the midterms coming up. There's some really interesting stuff going down. And then we're going to talk a little bit later with Kurt Schlichter because the troops, the troops on the ground for the left in the Battle of Kavanaugh are falling apart. And of course, we're talking about Swetnick. We're talking about Ramirez. We're ta- Did you guys even know there was another allegation, a Jane Doe from Oceanside, by the way. And then, of course, this Chad Lennington, who's, I mean, and these, these troops have done such a bad job on the part of the left that it has gone in the past two weeks from him being a a rapist to now the big scandal is him throwing a piece of ice. That's where we're at at, with that. Uh, 888-344-1170. We're going to talk to Gerard Lamero when we get back. We're going to talk about the midterm elections coming up and what's the Kavanaugh effect. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. 
Well, I've gathered you all here today because The Answer San Diego is now on AM 1170 and 96.1 FM, and I gotta make room on my presets. Hey, Classic Rock Station, why should I keep you? You don't buy new music anymore. You need me to remind you of how cool you were back in high school. You're right. Country Station, what about you? Admittedly, all my songs do sound the same, but that's what makes me perfect for background music. Public Radio, what do you got? Uh, do you remember when you gave me $50 in exchange for that tote bag? Yeah, the bottom dropped out of that bag right in the grocery store parking lot. Look, if you need a new tote bag, we've actually got a fundraiser coming up next week. You had a fundraiser last week. What if I told you I now have coffee mugs? I think we can all agree who's out. All right. Giddy up. The Answer San Diego is now on FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit and they don't pass the refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards a purchase. Charge ready. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. What would Prop 10 mean for California? It would make housing even more expensive while putting government in control. It could create more than 500 local rent boards, all with the power to regulate single-family homes, add fees to housing, and even dictate what you can charge to rent out your own home. California's nonpartisan analyst says Prop 10 would cost local governments millions, leading to even higher taxes while destroying thousands of jobs. And if this flawed plan gets challenged in court, Prop 10 puts taxpayers on the hook to defend it. Check the facts for yourself at Prop10Flaws.com and vote no on Prop 10. Paid for by no on Prop 10, a flawed initiative that will make the housing crisis worse. A coalition of housing advocates, renters, large and small businesses, taxpayer groups, and veterans. Committee major funding from Michael K. Hayde, including Western National Group and affiliated entities. FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to the Andrea Kay Show, 888-344-1170. Before the break, I was talking about, uh, you know, we've, Kurt Schlichter is going to be here in the bottom half of the hour, and he's got a book out about the militant normals waging a war, a civil war. He says we're in a soft war against the elites, and I'm, I'm wondering from you guys, do you think that we're in a soft war with the elites, or you think we're winning? Where do you think the battlefield is? Is it, is it really just over Kavanaugh? I think it, the battlefield is really over the truth. And it's, and it's over their, their ability to, to play that game with us that they get to define everything. And the truth, the truth being the rule of law, burden of proof, all the different social justice stuff, even the truth about who won the election and whether or not it was legitimate. When they get to decide what the truth is and we're playing defense on that, 
and we allow them to redefine everything, how do we really win any of the battles? Well, you know what? We may be winning the midterms coming up here because speaking of Kavanaugh, the Kavanaugh effect may be that the left went too far with their trying to redefine the truth, trying to tell us that what that uh, sexual assault uh, is automatic, any allegation is automatically to be believed, that a man is automatically guilty until proven innocent, uh, that uh, you know evidence is nothing more than a really bad acting job with a Stella Adler snivel. Uh, as as well as the fact that they get to get to tell us that a man who had drank drank beer in college isn't isn't uh, qualified to be on the Supreme Court when we had a a, a beer swilling Secretary of State who bumped and grind up on everybody that she could across the world, and and reportedly threw a lamp at Bill Clinton's head and caused him to have stitches. As well as the fact that redefining the rules and telling us that a man is not qualified to be on the Supreme Court because he drinks some beer. Meanwhile, we had a president and, and he possibly has had secrets. Meanwhile, we've had a former president of the United States who was admitted pot-smoking, drug-addled you know, dude who paid $10 million to hide all of his records before he became president. Heidi Heidkamp is one of the people that everybody is, is looking at. She's supposedly one of the swing votes to confirm Kavanaugh. And a new poll came out that she's down 10 points since this whole uh, Kavanaugh confirmation uh, situation that's gone down. Joining me to give us the great news and give us his predictions over the battle that's coming up, the battlefield of the midterms, the battle of the midterms is Gerard Lamero. Hey, Gerard, welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Oh, it's great to be back with you. I love your show. You have a great show in a great city. Oh, thank you so much. All right, so Heidi Heitkamp is down 10 points. There have also supposedly Susan Collins is now in a battle. That Those that have said on the Senate that they, they, they were squeamish on Kavanaugh, that they have, they have cooperated, if not enabled, the political assassination of him to go down, are struggling. And to me, some people are saying, you know what, the Democrats have gone too far, and this is a good sign for America. Your thoughts, Gerard? Well, my thoughts in uh, September, the Democrats were losing 20,000 votes a day during the weekdays uh, based on the Kavanaugh hearings and their lack of uh, decent performance, you know, treating him fairly. Right now, they're losing between 25 and 30,000 votes a day. It's in their best interest to get this Kavanaugh approved because they are losing. Right now, Heidkamp is, is done. She's toast. Uh, McCaskill's done. Donnelly's done in Indiana. Uh, uh, Manchin's done in uh, West Virginia. They're losing left and right. And, and districts that were blue, even some congressional districts look like, and I'm talking about where Hillary might have won by 20 points, they may lose. It's incredible. The conservative red wave is growing fast as we speak. Well, it's interesting you should say that because one of the things that I've posed, I've kind of gone back and forth because I've been really as disgusted as I've been by the Democrats and the way that they have literally orchestrated. It's like Kavanaugh said himself, this is an incredibly well-funded and orchestrated political assassination hit job that, uh, that, 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 was, that was done by the left. It has been enabled by the Republicans. You look at Jeff Flake, who, who after he said that he would confirm after the hell that they literally put Kavanaugh through, Friday he says he's going to vote yes. Then he supposedly gets yes, yelled at and talked ugly to by a couple of Soros supporters at an elevator. Then we now we've got go, going back through this FBI thing again. You know, the Republican Party, you know, how do we hold them accountable? We don't want, you know... The, 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 the greatest turnout. The, do you understand the answer, my question? The answer, yeah, absolutely. And I'm with you totally. The answer is very simple. They are losing left and right. Jeff Flake 
is not running because he could not possibly win in Arizona, and he knew it. But yet so we need him. But yet we need him to. It up. They're but, cleaning up the Senate. They're cleaning up the House. It takes a while to get rid of them all. Okay. Okay. So, but we need Flake. What do you? How do you see this playing out in terms of the confirmation? Kavanaugh is going to win by about 53, 54 votes. It's not going to help Pike Camp. Some of those people have already lost the election. There's no way they're going to win. I think Flake in the end will vote for Kavanaugh, but if he doesn't, it doesn't matter because okay. the Democrats will have enough votes for Kavanaugh. He's going to pass. Well, the reason why I've been not wanting to signal to the Republicans and to go out and just, you know, continue to campaign hard for the Republicans in the midterm is because I was concerned to send the message to them that they didn't have to help Kavanaugh and do their job and get him confirmed. And, you know, to me, the greatest. Yeah, they need to do the job because that's the right thing to do. They should stand up and have some backbone and do the right thing. I mean, there's no evidence against Kavanaugh. It's just a bunch of ridiculous allegations that are full of hot air. I mean, there doesn't seem to be any proof. I mean, maybe that girl got uh, assaulted by somebody. I'm talking about Dr. Ford. That woman got assaulted by somebody back then when she was 15. But let's face it, there's no evidence that Brett Kavanaugh was part of it. No, none whatsoever. In fact, you know, when uh, the the prosecutor Mitchell, who was brought into question, which I thought was bad strategy from the get go because she wasn't really allowed to do her job, nor do I think she was given proper instructions in in order to uh, challenge the witness in any way. It was like too much of a quasi criminal trial situation, but not really according to the proper rules. Um, But however, she issued a report that was scathing. I mean, this is a woman who couldn't who couldn't decide from one day to the next whether or not it happened in the early 80s, the mid 80s, the late 80s. Was she an early teen? Was she a late teen? None of the witnesses she named could corroborate anything. She couldn't tell you where it happened. She supposedly back in the 80s as a 15 year old with no cell phone, couldn't remember how she got home or, or how she got there or how she got home. That would have taken, you can't just, you at 15 in the 80s, you couldn't just get home without having to coordinate that with somebody. You know, I, I mean, it was ridiculous. Miles away, twenty yeah. miles away from her home. And now, on top of it, we had Diane Feinstein opened her questions to Kavanaugh by asking him about the third accusation of gang rape. Now, we, this woman Swetnick goes on NBC and starts backtracking. At, this is after Avenatti, her attorney, said we don't have to pr- produce any evidence, meaning we don't have any. Then she starts backtracking, and her evidence of him being a gang rapist is that he stood near a punch bowl or handed some solo cups out, Gerard. This man is being destroyed at, with that kind of evidence. He was called a gang rapist, and her only evidence is that she saw him next to a punch bowl? It's Utterly ridiculous. Absurd. It is. And, you know, it is. But, but you know what? It's going to backfire on them. They're going to lose seats over this. I'm not kidding. They're going to lose seats. Now, how do, you, how do your analytics show that it's 20-something thousand votes a day that they're losing? That's what I do. <laughs> I do forecast models. I take into account a lot of different variables that are taking place around the country, like voter intensity, uh, things like registration dynamics, uh, things like, well, all sorts of things. I even take a look at Trump rallies. You know, you had, what, 92,000 people who wanted to go to his rally yesterday, mm-hmm. and they only had seats for, what, 12,000 or some number. Right. 
and, and, and you had all those thousands, uh, tens of thousands of people that didn't get tickets. I mean, that shows incredible voter intensity, and that's just one of many variables I look at. Uh, what, what is, what, in terms of your analyticals and things that you're looking at, how much do things like this trade? I thought that trade deal yesterday was enormous. Great, talk about great news for America. But when you get into economics with voters, sometimes their eyes glaze over. It's not sexy. It's not as interesting. The American people don't want to hear about economics and tariffs and this and that. But the actual impact to Americans is real, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, some people affected directly, and those people feel more. But what most people look at is, can I get a job? How, am I affording my bills? Can I pay for my gasoline? Those kind of things. You know, in terms of the economy, the economic indicator, by the way, that's another thing I look at, too, is how people feel about the economy. They're really happy about the economy. Uh, but they are upset with those things. For example, they don't want the Democrats to cut into the tax cuts. Mm-hmm. They want to give up those tax cuts because look at how the economy is doing. Right. They're also very, very, very upset about Brett Kavanaugh. They're very, very, very upset about Maxine Waters telling people, you know, go harass people at restaurants or whatever she yeah. said. You know, that, that's upsetting. That's un-American. Well, yeah, in I mean, fact, during the com- should, Excuse- You and I want to go to some hamburger place and get a hamburger, we should be able to get there. We shouldn't be harassed. Mitch McConnell just got harassed in Washington, D.C. just not long ago, today. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear about that today. We Yeah, we also saw the video of Ted Cruz and his wife being, yeah. you know, being harassed and verbally, verbally abused in, in a restaurant. And, you know, that uh, today there was ricin, there was poison sent to the Pentagon, at least uh, what looked to be and what, what was suspicious. Yesterday we had a Georgetown professor who, from what I understand, still has a job, who actually called for the for white men to be castrated and have their parts, uh, you know, fed to pigs. Sick, what kind of sick? professor would say that. I can't imagine an intelligent professor coming out and saying that, that these men should be uh, get a deplorable death and then castrate them? I mean, yeah. what, kind of, what kind of sick mind is that? Well, tell me what kind of sick organization. You know, Georgetown's kept her on the payroll. If she had said something like that against liberals, uh, uh, you know, or, or uh, uh, Democrats... You know, or if she had said that against anybody who was black, what would have happened to her? And then you look at Harvard. These people, I was talking to my open about changing the truth. I mean, it's, you know, uh, their sexual assault is real. But Harvard, the, and these students filed some Title IX or whatever to say that just being in the room with Brett Kavanaugh, who's been, been not only uh, convicted of nothing, the allegations against him are baseless. They're saying that being in his presence, he can't teach because being in the room with him is sexual assault. That's insane. I think anybody who puts a dime into Harvard is crazy. I wouldn't send my kid there if it was the last university in the world. Well, there are things that are happening to solve that. But the universities, and even K-12, through have a lot of reform that's needed. And when I say reform, I'm talking about freedom. People need freedom of speech. They need to be able to voice different opinions things like that. There's a lot of problems with our universities, but as I mentioned in my newest book, More Great News for America, there are trends in place. It's going to take a while. It's not going to happen overnight that are going to fix them. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here, Gerard. So your predictions is is red wave in November. You want to give us a number of seats? Uh, it's it's going to be a, a little closer than I'd like, but the, the Republicans will probably come out with four or more seats, plus four, four or more. And you think Kavanaugh is going to end up yeah, and you in the House and and in the Senate, I think uh, Republicans will have fifty-seven. 
have 50 oh good that would be amazing and you think the Kavanaugh is going to be with uh get Easily. confirmed Kavanaugh is going to get confirmed this week 53 or 54 votes. All righty, my man Gerard, always with the great news. Gerard Lamero, thank you so much for being here, my friend. Oh, great to be with you. I love your show, as I said before. <laughs> thank you. I love having you. Okay, take care now. All right, now we're going to take a break. We come back. We got Kurt Schlichter's going to be here with his book about the militant normals. Are you a normal? Are you militant? Are you in the battle? Are, are we in a soft civil war? And are you in it to win it? He says, if you if we got a soft civil war going, he says, people ask him, what do we need to do? He says, go buy some guns. What do you think he means by that? Stay tuned. We'll have the answers, and we will have Kurt Schlichter here. And I would love to hear from you, 888-344-1170. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Arias offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Sun Garden Terrace, license number 374-603-437. Francis had been serving as a missionary for 56 years and felt the same love at Sun Garden Terrace. When I walked in, I noticed that the clients and the staff had a very good relationship. Residents like Francis love all the activities, entertainment, and of course, the food. The food is an awful lot, and uh, I like to go to the art for everybody. You don't have to know anything. <laughs> we have Bible classes. A lot of people come to sing every month, sometimes twice like rhinestone grannies and um, our laundry's done and put away and my Kurt's ready said, I'd like to live here I could have my clothes put away Sun Garden Terrace customizes individual care and activities based on the unique aspects and abilities of your loved one you're invited to take a tour see the renovation of their welcoming memory care wing and join them for lunch visit sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE Sun Garden Terrace because there's such a lot of living to do Call 619-464-CARE. Message and data rates may apply. Welcome to Coursera, the online gateway to thousands of career-advancing courses from many of the world's best universities. So what can Coursera do for you? Coursera is the perfect way to learn at my own pace and have this amazing knowledge to help me advance professionally. I almost doubled what I was earning. Coursera is the reason I'm now a full-stack developer and I've got skills that I know are in demand. Whether you want to hone your skills, add to your qualifications, or switch careers, Coursera provides access to 
to interactive learning experiences from schools like the University of Illinois, Arizona State University, and the University of London. And you can join Coursera for free. Just text TREND11 to 250250. Coursera is liberating because it let me take control of my education, learn what I want to learn, and change my whole life. Join Coursera for free. Text TREND11 to 250250. Coursera, your course to success. Text TREND11 to 250-250. John Gibson here. President Trump defines leadership. The first major tax reform in 30 years. Unemployment at an 18-year low. Jobless claims lowest since 1973. The Dow highest ever. Milestone achievements. And now, Noble Gold has minted an exclusive collector's piece. The 2020 President Trump Freedom Coin. On one side, an image of Donald J. Trump. Other side lists all his major achievements. The commemorative one-ounce coin is the only presidential Trump coin made of 99.9% silver. Not silver plating, and it's IRA approved. As the price of silver rises, so will the value of these coins. Go to TrumpCoin2020.com, use the code MikeG to save $5 per coin, or text MikeG to 511-511. Go to TrumpCoin2020.com for the silver 2020 President Trump Freedom Coin. Available for a limited time only. Go to TrumpCoin2020.com today. Standard text rates may apply. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is. All while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Happy food. Happy normal. Abby normal? Are you normal? Abby I don't. Normal. Abby. <laughs> That's Abby normal. Well, my next guest has been called many things. He's not often called normal, but he has been called militant, particularly when he's on Twitter. If you guys aren't following Kurt Schlichter on Twitter, man, you are missing some of the best content ever. He is the snarkiest, funniest, oh, holds what's it? No holds barred dude on Twitter, and he has written a book with just as much snark. And the book is called "Militant Normals: How Regular Americans Are Rebelling Against the Elite to Reclaim Our Democracy." He says it's dropping like one of them napalm airstrikes. He is taking on, and I'm quoting here. The self-hating beta males, feminist cronies, radical race hustlers, socialist hipsters with stupid tats, goose-stepping SJWs, media potato heads, and perhaps most loathsome, I agree, the crews shilling Fredo-Con Gibos of conservative ink who yearn to be stuffed back in their comfortable gimp boxes to await their liberal master's summons. Man, Kurt Schlichter, ain't nobody can turn a phrase like you can, my friend. Well, you know, I try and do my best. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anybody safe in this book? San Diego. What's that? It all started at UC San Diego. I forgot you were from UCSD. Shout out to I, you. I used to write for their comedy paper, The Koala, before it turned to hardcore porn somewhere along the way. Oh, well, don't. Tritons. Uh, uh, okay. okay so. Oh, God. Don't even start. I won't give those bastards a sign. <laughs> so let me, I, want, I, want some, I want to give you some admissions. I drank beer and I had sex at UC San Diego. Well, okay, as okay, well, you, often as possible. Okay, well, you better you better not admit that there was an ice cube involved at any point, okay? Because then I'm going to have to. Baby, look, stop collaborating. Listen, uh, you know, <laughs> it was just ice. It was vanilla ice. Okay? All right, it was all fat. Good God. I mean, I'm glad we can laugh about this, Kurt. Before we get into the book, I mean, talk about. 
a civil war going on. We got a war with the Constitution. We got a war with facts. We got a war with evidence. We got a war with truth going on. We yeah, got a war. Are tar- yeah, they, they, these guys are taking on, you know, they're, they're all because, you know, that whole presumption of innocence, that whole foundation of Anglo-American jurisprudence for the last thousand years. Yeah, we want to get rid of it because this guy may stop us from killing babies. Yeah, well, that's the bottom line. And in the course of doing that, I mean, it went from, uh, you know, everything from accusing him of gang rape by a woman who is now the extent of her evidence is that she saw him hand out red solo cups. And as much as I can't stand the song Red Solo Cup, I mean, I think that song is a crime the way it gives you an earworm. But that's the extent of the allegation that had this man labeled as a gang rapist. And because people believed it, Kurt, there were people that were saying he should have his children removed from his home. He should shouldn't be seen, uh, you know, coaching girls basketball anymore. I mean, this is absolutely outrageous. How do you seeing all this play out at this point? Because, of course, we now have more people coming out. Some dopey Jane Doe from Oceanside now says she was raped years ago. I mean, how do you see this playing out? Well, we, 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 we've gone from uh, a drunken frat boy to mastermind of criminal, uh, a criminal web ne- uh, rape network uh, all the way to now, now. Now he's a frozen water tosser. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't want to lie, people. Look, all the men out there are looking back now, and I, I actually went to college these same years he did. All the men are looking back on what if some uh, liberal decides to lie about me to destroy me, and all the women, the normal women, not the shrieky, weird social justice warrior harridans who uh, uh, are unworthy of a man and can't find one and are therefore bitter. Uh, <laughs> They, they, they look at and they realize, you know, I've got a husband, I've got a brother, I've got yeah. a son. And it can, under this weird leftist standard, it can be all derailed if they are both conservative and accused. Now, of course, if they're liberal and accused, that's mm-hmm. cool. Ted Kennedy kills a chick, fine, that's cool. Keith Ellison uses one as a punching bag. Okay, she, he gets a pass. You know, Sherrod Brown slaps around his wife. She wrote in a sworn declaration. Nah, he's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you and, know, and you, you, you yeah, felt unacceptable. Right. You left out the fact that Ted Kennedy was a well-known drunk. Let's also talk about the fact that he and his nephew down in Florida were accused of sexually assaulting a woman. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah, well, I, yeah, Ted Kennedy's a walking crime wave. Yeah. Okay. I remember I, I, I got an internship at UCSD to Capitol Hill. I actually walked by him. He was stumbling around. His nose is red as Rudolph. <laughs> you know, he, 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 you know, the dude looked like Andre the Giant. He's just this bloated, drunken joke. Well, I'm uh, like, whoa. Speaking man, of Hillary, like a yeah. Speaking of Hillary Clinton. Um, which is which, which really describes her jaunt around the world as Secretary of State. Uh, not to mention the fact that you know uh, Buzz Patterson talks about uh, the, you know uh, her throwing lamps and vases and different things when he was carrying the nuclear football. You know we've yeah, got mechanicals. <laughs> We've got, you know, we've also got uh, eight years of of a president who bragged in his book about taking copious amounts of drugs, being being uh, his high school years being in a daze. Of course, his college years were hidden from us by ten million dollars. You know, all that's okay. All that's okay. But now, you know, Kavanaugh and and I got to thinking about the Deeks. I guess he was a Deek. Let me tell you, I mean, I, I went to LSU. Okay, right now there's some Deek boys who made some of my sorority sisters roll tampons with their noses that are wondering, you know, it, you know, whether or not their careers are going to be destroyed at some point. And let me tell you, that's very real. Okay. Yeah. I, and, and it's unacceptable, meaning we shouldn't accept it. I mean, I refuse to sacrifice conservatives 
for uh, demonstrably false statements when they're putting up Tex Kennedy mm-hmm. in, 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 you know, out of, out of Austin uh, running against Ted Cruz. Uh, you know, this guy is a guy who was indisputably convicted of drunk driving at 26. If you are drinking and driving at 26, driving across the road, almost killing people and, ta- and like trying to flee the scene, You know, if if these vague accusations against Kavanaugh are disqualifying, explain to me the the, the system of rules in your mind that lets Tex Kennedy pass. I just want to know what the rules are, Andrea. I just want to know. I want to, okay, if you think Kavanaugh is disqualified, that's fine. You think he's disqualified, that's fine. But explain the rule. Drunken frat boy to mastermind of criminal, uh, a criminal web uh, rape network. Uh, all the way to now, now, now he's a frozen water tosser. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't want to lie, people. Look, all the men out there are looking back. Now, and I, I actually went to college these same years he did. All the men are looking back going, what if some uh, liberal decides to lie about me to destroy me? And all the women, the normal women, not the shrieky, weird social justice warrior heritants who uh, uh, are unworthy of a man and can't find one and are therefore bitter. Uh, they, they, they look at and they realize, you know, I've got a husband, I've got a brother, I've got yeah. a son. And it can, under this weird leftist standard, it can be all derailed if they are both conservative and accused. Now, of course, if they're liberal and accused, that's mm-hmm. cool. Ted Kennedy kills a chick, fine. That's cool. Keith Ellison uses one as a punching bag. Okay, she he gets a pass. You know, Sherrod Brown slaps around his wife. She wrote in a sworn declaration. Nah, he's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you and, know, and you 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 yeah, felt unacceptable. Wait, right. You left out the fact that Ted Kennedy was a well-known drunk. Let's also talk about the fact that he and his nephew down in Florida were accused of sexually assaulting a woman. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, I, yeah. Ted Kennedy's a walking crime way. Yeah. Okay. I remember I, I, I got an internship at UCSD to Capitol Hill. I actually walked by him. He was stumbling around. His nose is red as Rudolph. <laughs> you know, he, 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 you know, the dude looked like Andre the Giant. He's just this bloated, drunken joke. Well, I'm uh, like, whoa. Speaking man, of Hillary, like a yeah. Speaking of Hillary Clinton. Um, which is which, which really describes her jaunt around the world as Secretary of State, uh, not to mention the fact that, you know, uh, Buzz Patterson talks about, uh, the, you know, uh, her throwing lamps and vases and different things when he was carrying the nuclear football. You know, we've yeah, got mechanicals. <laughs> we've got, you know, we've also got uh, eight years of, of a president who bragged in his book about taking copious amounts of drugs, being being uh, his high school years being in a daze. Of course, his college years were hidden from us by $10 million. You know, all that's okay. All that's okay. But now, you know, Kavanaugh, and, and I got to thinking about the Deeks. I guess he was a Deek. Let me tell you, I mean, I, I went to LSU. Okay, right now there's some Deek boys who made some of my sorority sisters roll tampons with their noses that are wondering, you know, you know, whether or not their careers are going to be destroyed at some point. And let me tell you, that's very real. Okay. Yeah. And and it's unacceptable, meaning we shouldn't accept it. I mean, I refuse to sacrifice conservatives for uh, demonstrably false statements when they're putting up Tex Kennedy Mm -hmm. in, 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 you know, out of of Austin uh, running against Ted Cruz. Uh, you know, this guy is a guy who was indisputably convicted of drunk driving at 26. If you are drinking and driving at 26, driving across the road, almost killing people and, ta- and like trying to flee the scene, 
you know, if, if these vague accusations against Kavanaugh are disqualifying, explain to me the, 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 the system of rules in your mind that lets Tex Kennedy pass. Yeah. I just want to know what the rules are, Andrea. I just want to know. I want to know, okay, if you think Kavanaugh is disqualified, that's fine. You think he's disqualified, that's fine. But explain the rule mm-hmm. and explain how Tex Kennedy, right. Beto, yeah. gets a pass. I'd like to know how that works. And if it's, and you could be honest, if it's, well, he's a socialist, mm-hmm. so he gets a pass. Okay, now I understand the rules. Mm-hmm. I got something you can kiss. <laughs> uh, in the couple minutes we have left, I want to talk a little bit about your book, my friend, because I think that this is a really serious, I mean, we're having some laughs here, but I love the fact that you're doing a book about, uh, you know, normals, because let me, the most important. Well, look, the, the book is not serious. Okay. okay. It is not, I kind of have the poli sci jargon I got out of what was then third college at UCSD. I don't want everybody going, oh, God, he's going to talk about paradigms and hegemony. Kill me. <laughs> it's funny. Okay? It is not a death march. It is funny. It is mean. If you hate, if you despise the George Wills and Bill Crystals and, God help us, sissy-posing wusses like Jeff Blake, yes. you want this book. Because I don't have to be FCC compliant in the book. And I'm not. <laughs> You, but you say that in the book, you talk about, you know, what people ask you, what do we need to do? You know, and you say, but get armed. What do you mean by that? Well, well, you know, Militant Normals explains that one of the basic things you must do as a, a American citizen is exercise all your rights, the right to speak freely, the right to worship as you see fit, and the right to keep and bear arms because decentralized possession of weapons among the American citizens is a bulwark of freedom. It's hard for a bunch of kale-guzzling liberal dorks with stupid hipster hats to come and, and, and take your rights if you, if you can lock and load and go, nah, don't think it's going to happen. That's what Militant Normals is about. It's about normal people, the people who built this country, who feed it, who fuel it, who defend it, saying, no, I'm not asking for my rights. You're confused, liberals. I'm not asking for anything. I'm telling you how it's going to be. I'm a free American. And I'm going to live that way. And if you don't like it, send people in Kevlar. Well, I love the book. I can't wait to get my hands on it. You didn't send me a copy, but I'm going to get a copy as soon well, as possible. My publicist flogged. Uh, but please do. Please make it, and make sure and make that, sh- yes and make sure the flogging involves some ice cubes, my friend, because you know I'm all in. <laughs> uh, but, ice, ice, baby. And congrats, though. Isn't it like number 57 uh, on Amazon? 57, now it's like 66. So go out and buy it. Help a brother out. Yes. Well, thank you for helping me out and bringing some much-needed laughs to the show. And I love your style. I love your snark. And you know what I love so much about it is that you're not following this crap that we conservatives are supposed to speak a certain way. And we're not allowed to, to, you know, we've got to follow this conventional wisdom that we've got to be the party that that... Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. I'm the party of street fighters okay i'm the party of you don't get to take my rights and i you don't get to tell me how i'm going to be i'm going to do exactly what i want all the time that's how it's going to be if you don't like it you elite twits let's go step up step up let's do it let's let's do it try and shut me up militant normals if you want to be a, if you want to read a book 
uh, that says the things that people have been telling you not to say by militant normals. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. Now you're back in New York. What are you What are you doing back there? You're bumping up against oh, these very people. You're t- well. Here, here's my exciting evening. Right, it's like nine thirty. I'm sitting in my hotel room and my shorts about to go to sleep. There we are, edgy lifestyle. <laughs> I think I'm going to go down to the hotel bar. And oh, no, no, no. You're not supposed to be drinking beer. You you said you already had one already. You're not supposed to have two. I know, man. I, I'm going to talk some cubes. All right. You do that. All right. I don't want to be uh, reading about you tomorrow, though, on page six. Keep it clean. Keep it keep a G, my friend. Kurt Schlichter. I can't make any promises. All right. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. I can't wait to read the book. Send me a copy. All right. Militant, Militant normals. normals. All right. Have a great night, my friend. Thanks. All right, now uh, stay tuned because we're going to take a little break. We come back. We've got an update on the Proposition 6 situation going on because and, and I'm actually going to be having it at an event a little bit later in the month where you guys can come out and uh, support that. And we've got other topics at hand. So more Andrea K. Show coming up, 888-344-1170. Abby who? Abby normal. Abby normal. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not. There was a Tom that called last break and he just wanted to make the comment of he would respect Kavanaugh more if he threw some punches. Tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.com. I have seven minutes in this last segment. What you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Well, sports fans, the wait is officially over. Football season is here, and I could not be more ready to cheer on my LSU Tigers while relaxing with friends. And one way for friends to come together is watching the game in your favorite chair while enjoying your favorite smoke. Our friends at Liberty Tobacco are ready for all the September fun as well. Charlie, he unlocked his office safe, and he's breaking out the final Liberty bundles while they last. Now, these sticks come in four great sizes and are available in natural or Maduro. So you better hurry up and pick up these bundles while you can. You can't decide on buying something for a friend or a colleague? The whole team at Liberty Tobacco can help you make the right choice. Then stick around and watch the games on one of Liberty Tobacco's big screen TVs. Now remember, Liberty Tobacco has two locations. They're at 7341 Claremont Mesa Boulevard next to Ethan Allen Furniture and in the Flower Hill Mall off Via de la Valle in Del Mar. So stop by, grab your favorite stick, and relax with friends as you cheer your team on to victory with Liberty Tobacco. Touchdown! Don't you wish you could choose your own monthly mortgage payments? If you're 62 years or older and have sufficient equity or own your home free and clear, a reverse mortgage loan may be the most powerful tool for your financial planning. With your current mortgage, in case of any emergencies or business opportunities, you may not be in the best financial position to make a move. With a reverse mortgage, eliminate your mortgage payments and receive cash or a large line of credit. With a bigger down payment, you can even purchase a home with a reverse mortgage, which is much easier to qualify for since there are 
are no mortgage payments. Sometimes you can even qualify with just your Social Security income. To learn more, visit our website at aramco.biz, where you can ask questions, request more information, or sign up for our next workshop. Call Aramco at 866-600-1130. That's 866-600-1130. Or visit aramco.biz. Aramco. Purchase, refinance, reverse. DRE 01853626. NMLS 27716. Not all borrowers qualify. What would Prop 10 mean for California? It would make housing even more expensive while putting government in control. It could create more than 500 local rent boards all with the power to regulate single-family homes, add fees to housing, and even dictate what you can charge to rent out your own home. California's nonpartisan analyst says Prop 10 would cost local governments millions, leading to even higher taxes while destroying thousands of jobs. And if this flawed plan gets challenged in court, Prop 10 puts taxpayers on the hook to defend it. Check the facts for yourself at Prop10Flaws.com. And vote no on Prop 10. Paid for by no on Prop 10, a flawed initiative that will make the housing crisis worse. A coalition of housing advocates, renters, large and small businesses, taxpayer groups, and veterans. Committee major funding from Michael K. Hayde, including Western National Group and affiliated entities. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. We've got about six minutes left. There's been so much going back and forth today over the different allegations and the holes from the from the accusers. Uh, getting back to Julie Swetnick, this is this is the woman who had the gall to accuse him of gang rape. Apparently, the FBI is now looking and, and actually interviewed uh, a young man who had a party at his house uh, in on July 1, 1982. I, you know, from the article I'm reading here, <clears throat> it's hard to tell whether or not. They're, they've zeroed in on this house because that supposedly is the house that where Ford says she was assaulted, or that's the house where supposedly it was one of the parties that Julie Swetnick went to. Uh, you know, it, you know, one of my buddies, Doc Porbin, said that this is just like I've said that this is very similar to the Mueller investigation. The letter from Ford was just like the Steele dossier. Uh, Porbin pointed out accurately that this is a crime. Um, you know, uh, they're in search of it's punishment in search of a crime. And for them to be zeroing in on a house that was arbitrarily picked off of Kavanaugh's calendar is just ridiculous to me. From July 1, 1982, this was a woman who couldn't tell you what year it happened. But suddenly now the FBI is zeroed in on this one house. They've interviewed this young man who had the party. His name was uh, had a party at that house on July 1. But his name was not one of the people mentioned who was a witness. And according to Swetnick, though, let's get back to her. I, I made fun of her earlier because supposedly her evidence is now that he was standing next to a punch bowl or handed out solo cups. She also backtracked from the fact that she had said that boys were lined up, that basically she had witnessed the fact that they were lined. She knew that it was gang raping going on because she knew what was happening behind those doors and she knew that that's why the boys were lined up. Now they were just congregating around bedrooms. On top of it, a, a letter was sent to the Senate Judiciary today from a, a man who said that he was sickened. His name is Dennis Ketterer. He sent a letter to the Judiciary Committee uh, because he says that uh, he uh, met Swetnick 
at a part at a bar in 1993 says he's not a drinker she approached him they started up a relationship during the course of the uh, their relationship they had conversations about sexual preferences and she told him that going back to her high school days she liked to have uh, relationships um, encounters with more than one guy and I'm not talking about you know uh, threesomes I'm talking about more than that and this, and that this was more than just a fantasy of hers, that she's actually done this going back to high school. At no time did she ever tell him anything about being assaulted, raped, gang-raped, or having sex against her will. She never mentioned Brett Kavanaugh. He says that he was moved to, to uh, contact judiciary because when he saw, as I, he says, as I watched part of the afternoon confirmation hearing and saw Mrs. Kavanaugh looking so sad, I felt that, I need, I felt that she needed to know that in this instance, her husband was being mischaracterized based upon my direct experience with Julie. I do not believe her allegations against Mr. Kavanaugh. He also went on to say, I know what it's like to be sexually assaulted and not be believed. I was nine years old when it happened at the hands of my grandfather's best friend. I also know what it's like to be accused of something significant that I didn't do and not be believed. So hat tip to this man for sending this in. I can't know if this is true or not. Uh, but clearly, there was absolutely no basis for which this woman would have accused him of being a gang rapist. I don't really know what Kavanaugh's legal recourse is, but as we played last night, Matt Damon says, he says, if I had been sexually accused of sexual assault, I would spend $10 million in 10 years. I would blow it up. He says, I would not have allowed somebody to destroy my good name. But that's what's being done to Kavanaugh here. Ford is complaining the FBI has not contacted her to investigate. What, what else did they need to hear from her? She was given, without any challenge, no challenge whatsoever, this woman was given an opportunity to go and sit there and adjust her statement and, and contradict uh, her story 49 different times. Do they want to contact her and hear a 50th version? Has she, has she gotten a stylist to outfit her with pigtails and a seven-year-old's voice now? Bobby Socks? Is that what she wants? She's already been heard. She provided no evidence. What else do they need to hear from her? They supposedly are going to wrap up tomorrow. Uh, Lindsey Graham uh, made a statement today that I thought was interesting, and I really didn't like it. You know, he said that he floated the idea that if it's a no vote on Kavanaugh, that after the midterms, that President Trump should renominate him. I think that was an incredibly irresponsible statement to make. You don't float that kind of idea out there. To me, that's signaling that it's okay if there's a no vote. We'll get through the midterms and tackle it later. That is absolutely, even making that kind of suggestion, I think was incredibly irresponsible and a disservice to Kavanaugh. He's been through enough. I'm tired of these allegations. This guy, Chad Luddington, who came, you know, we're talking about the ice throwing thing. He lied. He said that Brett Kavanaugh threw the beer. He said that arrests were made. Brett Kavanaugh, according to the police records, he was questioned and he didn't throw the beer. He didn't throw any punches. He's not responsible for the dude whose ear got hurt. All that came out of that was an ice being thrown. Every accusation has proven to be refuted, proven to be full of lies, holes, misstatements. This must come to an end. Somebody posted on Facebook, what can we do about it? How how can we go public and make sure our voices are heard? We need to be blowing up the phones from the Senate. We need to be on the phone to Lisa Murkowski. We need to be on the phone with Jeff Flake who says, oh, Kavanaugh, now it's, oh, he's too partisan. We can't have a partisan on the court. Oh, meanwhile, Jeff Flake is okay with Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Sotomayor, and Kagan. 
So he's okay with partisans as long as they're Democrats. We need to be on the phone with everybody who's representing us and telling us to do, to do their job. Their job is to uphold. They, they took an oath to uphold the United States Constitution, which provides for the Fourth Amendment. That is due process. This man has been destroyed. His character has been, he has been defamed. Not only is there no evidence to support these allegations, this man has been defamed. He has been damaged. The only thing that they can do that's right for at this point and for this country is for them to confirm him. And it needs to happen. They need to schedule the vote and get it done. And we need to raise our voices for it. Now, I'm going to be right back here tomorrow at 6 p.m. raising my voice for that. I'm going to have Don Jans back with me. I'll be here from 6 to 7 p.m. I want to hear from you guys. Let's keep this conversation rolling. I'm only going to have one guest tomorrow night because I'm going to want you guys to call in. All right. Love you all. Have a great night. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Thanks to my guest. Till tomorrow, babies. Happy, 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 happy,